guys, welcome to Hold Up, Let's Talk. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm a clinical advisor and pharmacist. In this podcast, we'll chat about all things mental health and give you some tidbits to help you navigate through your days. All right, now let's talk. Stress is something that affects all of us. Whilst for some people, stress doesn't cause them constant perturbation. For others, it does. Joining us today to discuss this topic is Megan Good. Megan is a wellbeing practitioner, stress release therapist, and teacher with over 18 years experience. She started her journey to help her son overcome his anxiety after his birth mother passed at the age of six. She's assisted many clients to improve their lives and has helped them come off medication with doctor's assistance by working on the underlying issue that caused their condition. This in turn has improved clients' mental health, sleeping patterns, relationships, finances, and dealing with stressful situations. Megan also hosted our virtual mindful healing workshop during National Mental Health Month last October. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and can't wait to to help you out today. Yes, and we're really excited to have you here. So we thought just before we get into the nitty gritty and all the questions, we'd have a little discussion. So memes are, of course, a really popular tool these days. Everyone loves to communicate with them. Um, So we have a little one here that's an iceberg. And floating above the top, the iceberg's got a little sad face. And underneath is the word anger anxiety written on it and for all of our listeners if you head to our Instagram page you'll be able to see this uh, meme up there there's also a little ship heading towards the iceberg and the ship saying you seem so chill and I think that's a really nice place to start because anxiety is always so deep within a lot of people you don't always see it on the surface and what some people do see they might not consider that to be the person exhibiting anxiety And it's also this little ship coming towards having an unfortunate little wreck. Hopefully it gets around (laughs) it in the meme. But, yes, I was wondering if you'd be happy to to give your thoughts on that. Yeah, I I actually think that's an amazing meme and you have touched on it already. Um, Yeah, anxiety is often what we don't see and it can also come across as something a little bit different. So as an example, I know and I'll talk about my own personal experience. For me at times in the past when I have felt anxious, it's – it's come across as me being angry or maybe people might see me as being, you know, being a little bit nasty, but it's actually, it's not me being rude or angry. It's actually me feeling anxious. So it can come across as different um, in different ways for different people. Um, And yeah, I I think that's just a perfect example of it because anxiety is obviously emotions and emotions we can block and we can, you know, kind of cover off so that other people don't see it. But, you know, on the outside, we might be seeming like, hey, we're all cool and happy, but we may not be on the inside. So, yeah, good meme. (laughs) Yeah, really great. We have spent a bit too much time on Instagram, I think. So (laughs) there's going to be a lot of memes through these podcast series. (laughs) I like it. I think it's a good way to start. (laughs) Easy. We might jump straight into our questions then. So, Megan, to start with, given what you do for work, what does a general consultation look like when someone comes to you to help deal with their stress? Yeah, so I like to work really efficiently. So I'm someone that likes to help people release, you know, their stress quickly and easily. And I also am very much about empowering others. Now, I was a teacher um, and so I do like teaching still. So 
usually we start off with I'll send through a couple of forms and that just gives me an idea of patterns that I can see in their life um, and that helps me to know where to start so that as soon as they come in instead of you know them constantly talking for the whole hour I already sort of know where we can start Mm -hmm. um you know in person we might talk through a couple of more things you know in more in detail so I can kind of get more of an understanding of what's happened and I also look at uh, childhood. So generally before the age of seven is when a lot of stresses um, occur and that mm. starts the patterns that we set up for life. Okay. So I do look a lot in childhood and, and things that might have happened then. Um, of course, obviously, stresses can occur later than that, but it tends to happen where the patterns start then. Um, then I usually go through the process. So the process, the main process I use is called EFT mm-hmm. and it's also known as emotional freedom technique. Um, and it's a clinically proven um, technique. There's many beautiful, amazing studies that have been shown on it. And basically you tap on acupressure points on your head and body. And while you're doing that, you talk through your emotions. So Mm -hmm. the talking part helps to bring up what those emotions are so that you really are in the moment of what happened. And then by tapping on the certain pressure points on your head and body, it helps to actually release and dissipate um, the intensity of the emotions. Mm. So usually how we start, though, is we actually rate our emotions. So we rate them so that we know how bad it was before we started. And the reason we do this is because quite often when we have released the emotion, we don't actually remember how bad it was to start with. So this kind of helps, you know, our logical mind to, to go, okay, maybe it was really bad before. So we rate the emotion out of 10. We find out where it is in the body, where we feel it in the body, um, and, and obviously what the emotion is. And then we tap and then we check in again. So then we re-rate the emotion. And after this, um, often the emotion, uh, it will lessen. Sometimes it can um, peak and that's okay if that happens. That just means that you're really connecting with what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and or it could change the emotion. So you might go all of a sudden it was angry before and now it's sadness. So okay. we kind of keep doing that process until you get to a one, um, which is where you want to be. Ten is the height yeah. of the emotion and one is, you know, I'm feeling good. Um, and then at the end of that, I always um, like to give my clients tasks as well because I find that we work together as a team. So I sort of work on the deep root causes that you know sort of the blind spots if you will that we have you know um we all have those we don't know you know what's going on yeah um but then in the moment then my clients will have some tasks and obviously tapping is one of them that they can then do to help themselves um you know when they're obviously not with me so it's I I love it because it means that people can help themselves rather than relying on somebody else of course do you find that people often find it difficult to rate their emotions initially, like that they often downplay what they're feeling? That's a good question. Um, Often no. However, that's what I said, that it can increase, the rating can increase. So at the start they might say, oh, look, I think it's a five. But as we start tapping and talking through, it's almost like they start to then get more connected with the memory of what happened. And when that happens, that's when sometimes you might see all of a sudden, oh, actually now it's a seven. That's okay because now it means that they're really in that memory, really in the emotion. We keep tapping and we can release it. So helping to heal as well. Yeah. That's really great. Do you often find that people come to you when they're chronically stressed or anxious or is it more so in the initial stages when they're finding that, you know, they're starting to have a little bit more stress in their lives than what they might usually have? 
Yeah, I sort of tend to notice it's more when they're chronically stressed. However, they don't necessarily think that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So stress obviously can um, range for different people. Um, some people might take time off work. Um, some people, you know, think oh, it'll be fine and they might push their emotions down. Um, and, you know, sometimes, you know, when we do that, it doesn't actually release from the body either. So if we're pushing our emotions down, it's, I kind of describe it like, you know, when I was a child, I used to make mud cakes and, you, you know, <laughs> you pat it down and then you add more and you pat it down. That's kind of what you're doing with your emotions. <laughs> I really like that visual as well. <laughs> That's so, a really nice visual. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know, you're patting down that mud and then you're adding more. And if you keep doing that with your emotions um, and the stress that you're dealing with day to day, um, then it kind of get locked, gets locked in your body, which can actually then come out as something else. It might not necessarily be um, emotional stress. It then might be physical stress with physical symptoms. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think a lot of people don't necessarily recognise what symptoms are or what is stress to them. So they generally do come yeah. when they're actually more chronically stressed. Yeah. I know for myself, I find that if I'm really stressed, my stomach starts hurting. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, got to have to sit down now, do a little bit of deep breathing and work out why I'm feeling stressed. So, yeah, lots of people do experience that physical yeah. issue. And, like, building from that as well. So what do you think are the main signs that it's time to get help with stress? So for anyone who watched the webinar that you did during Mental Health Month uh, in October 2020, you mentioned that, 75 to 90% of doctor's visits have some sort of stress-related component in their complaints as well. Yeah. So first I just want to touch on what you said before um, is that you were aware or you are aware of what, what's happening in your body and that is actually really a key. That is actually really fantastic because when you start recognising what, what's going on with your body and then potentially how that's related to what's happened in your life, like all of a sudden you've got a stomach ache um, and you've just had a stressful meeting with your boss, mm. then you can sort of start to piece together what the stresses are and that in itself can really help you to start to release that as well. So I just want to touch on that because that's a really good thing that you're already aware of. Um Now, there are many, many studies on stress and its function on the brain and body. Um, And one thing to note is that, um, you know, stress can actually lower our immune system, which obviously means we can be susceptible to, you know, a whole range of other things. So obviously it's really good if we can use um, like tapping as a preventative measure rather than at the end when you're already stressed. Um, but you know, some of the, some of the signs that you may be stressed, um, you know, you could be feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, perhaps having no motivation. Um, a lot of people that come to me have trouble sleeping, so Mm. they're not sleeping very well, waking up a lot, you know, then there's also things like constantly thinking negative thoughts. Um, yeah, constantly feeling in, um, sort of a lower state where there, there's lots of negativity going on. So, yeah, there's just a few. There's obviously lots, but that's a few signs. Yeah. Do you find that sleep's a really common one, either like a lot of sleep or not enough sleep as well? So it's like total different ends of the spectrum? Yeah, it definitely can be. I tend to have a lot more people that come in who are struggling to sleep, though, because they can't switch off their minds. There's lots mm-hmm. and lots going on in their mind and you know, thinking about the next day or, you know, worrying about something. So that obviously then affects your sleep because your mind is just constantly going as well yeah and I guess it's kind of that on the other side of that as well like when you're really excited you can't go to sleep sometimes <laughs> too so it's amazing how yeah. your emotions can give so much effect on what is such an essential function for you such as sleeping 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so besides your obvious goal of helping your clients to learn how to release their stress, do you have any other goals that you like to work with your clients towards or do you find that your clients often have their own secondary goals that they'd like to achieve? So you touched on sleep before, yeah. but anything like that that they find or you find that's important as well? Yeah, so um, stress, you know, generally underpins what is going on in the body, both the emotional and the physical. So it can then be related to a whole plethora of things. So although we might be working on, you know, whatever that stress level is, the other gains that we get out of that, it could be that, yes, we are working on their sleep. We're working on uh, changing their negative thinking into positive. Um, you know, it's, it's also some of this stuff can be habitual as well. So if you are constantly in that state of doing the same thing, then we have what's called neural pathways. So as an example, when we're riding, learning to ride a bike, the more we do it, the easier it is to access. Mm. So then we know how to do it pretty quickly. If we are replaying the same stress over and over in our mind, then our brain is also able to access that stress easily. So to try and flip that, we need to obviously work on whatever the stress is that's, that's going on. So often when we work on one area, another area can be helped. So as an example, one of my clients came in for weight loss and she ended up improving her relationship as well. So mm. it just depends. It's not a blanket thing. Everybody's brain attaches different meanings to different things. So I can't say, you know, as a blanket thing, if you do this, this will happen because it's also up to the individual. But often what I do find is they come in for one thing and uh, um, all of a sudden something else has also yeah. improved and we didn't specifically work on that. But obviously whatever the emotional connection is between the two things was the same. So it yeah. helped, yeah, more than one thing. Yeah. So, Yeah, that's really interesting because, like, I don't think a lot of people realise how interconnected stress and mental health and physical health and also how you portray yourself to other people can be yeah. as well so absolutely um people aren't always happy to reach out for help especially for things like mental health because there's unfortunately such a big stigma around it uh, in your experience, what do you find the main reasons that someone might not reach out for help is, or if you found that someone has come to see you as a client and then they're like, oh, actually, this isn't for me. I don't want to go through with it if you've ever experienced something like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things. The biggest one, well, there's two big ones. One is that it might be too hard, too scary to face and that's usually one of the main blocks that they, they don't want to have to go back through it. They don't want to have to replay it, obviously, depending on what it is they're coming for. And so they don't want to talk about it. So therefore, it's too hard. I, they put it in the too hard basket. The yeah. other thing is that it can be a long process. Now, what I've experienced with tapping is that literally people have the process that's empowering at their fingertips, literally, because you tap with your fingertips. Yeah. Um, but it actually can release stress within a few minutes. So they actually talk about the studies show that you can reduce your anxiety by up to 24%, so almost a quarter within an hour wow. of tapping. So it's actually very quick and um, very effective as well. So it doesn't have to be the long process, but people might build it up into their head thinking it's going to take me years of therapy, you know, to, to get through this, but it doesn't have to be that way. So the long process and it's too hard or too scary to face. 
Um, I think also touching on that, the too hard or too scary is also because they think it's going to be a long process. But in actual fact, you know, I suppose when you're on the other side and once again, speak from my own experience, now that I've released my own stresses, um, it's like, I feel so free. Uh, For me, I'm like, you know, if something, if something comes up and challenges me, I'm like, yeah, bring it on. I'm I'm ready to release it because I Mm. know it can be quick and I feel amazing on the other side of it. But if you haven't experienced that freedom as well, then you might not necessarily understand that it's something that can actually be attained. So, you know, given the right tools, it doesn't have to be a long process or a scary process. Mm. And I guess it's also really important to note that, you know, from little things, big things grow. So if you've got a small stress in your life and you're not dealing with it, that's going to keep compounding. But I Mm. guess the same can be said for, going through therapy or getting help as well. Like it might be a small step, but over time that's going to help and help and compound. And you're going to have like a plethora of coping mechanisms and tools by your side to deal with as well. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's just like, yeah, my mud pie analogy. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it does. And it might start with something that's so minute that you don't think is that bad. But, you know, then when you start piling other things on top, other things on top, you know, then obviously we know that we, potentially could explode or something could happen because you've just got to the point where you've had enough. And I'll just also touch on that that also can be that you get to a point where all you, like you just are so upset that you're crying all the time. Mm. Like I have clients who come in here who just, they feel they cry all the time. And that is because they have not dealt with a lot of their stuff. They have done the mud pie and they've compounded all this stuff. So they, their body is so full up of emotions that they haven't released that the only thing that they can do is either create some sort of physical condition or you cry because it's like you're over overloaded with emotions. So that's also another thing as well, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so we, you've touched a lot on tapping and things like that, but if you were to only give a client one tip to sort of deal with the stressful moment in their day, would that be tapping or would that Absolutely. be something else? Absolutely, it would be tapping. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely would be. And it would it be all right if I just maybe for your listeners did a quick um, tapping so that they can understand what it is and how they can do it themselves? Of course. We'd Beautiful. love that. I'm speaking on behalf of our listeners, but we'd love that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, like I said, I love teaching it and it's empowering. So um, I'm just going to do it on general stress, okay? So mm-hmm. normally, um, like I said, with the process, what you can do is rate the emotion um write down the emotion, rate the emotion and also where it is in the stomach or sorry, in the body. Mine's usually the stomach. That's right. <laughs> Mine where too. it is in the body, there's, you know, there's no right or wrong. And then we'd start tapping. So you always start on the side of the hand. So I'm actually going to get you to copy me and yeah, that's what I say as well. Okay. okay. So we just tap on the side of the hand. So where the little finger is, so you can do mm-hmm. either hand. So we literally just tap on the side of the hand and then I'll get you to copy what I say. So even though I have this stress, even though I have this stress, I can accept myself as much as I can. I can accept myself as much as I can. Even though I have this stress, even though I have this stress, I can accept myself as much as I can. I can accept myself as much as I can. Okay. We do one more. So even though I have this stress, even though I have this stress, I can accept myself as much as I can. I can accept myself as much as I can. Okay, and then we go to the next point, which is in on the top of the head, in the middle of the head. Mm-hmm. So we're just tapping with our fingertips. And then we could just say, all this stress. All this stress. 
Okay. And you said before that you normally feel stress in your stomach. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the next point is the inner eyebrow. Okay. And then we might say stress in my stomach. Stress in my stomach. Okay. Then we go to the side of the eye. All this stress in my stomach. All this stress in my stomach. Then we go underneath the eye. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling stressed. And then we go under the nose. All this stress. All this stress. Then we go under the chin. Feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. Okay, and then we go to the collarbone. It's just the the bony part that's sort of um, where your neck is, just under your neck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So feeling stressed. Feeling stressed. And then the last point is under the arm. So about a hand width down in the middle of the side. Yep. All this stress. All this stress. Okay. And then what we do, we do that a couple of times and then we would take a nice deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And then we would go back and re-rate it. So see how the stress is, what rating it is, where it is in the body and see what the emotion is. So like I said before, the emotion might lessen. Um, it might peak if you're not fully in it, which mm-hmm. is okay. Or the emotion could change. So you might actually not feel stressed anymore. You might feel angry. And then you would tap on that. So there's, um, it's really easy to do. You literally can tap on those points and just talk through how you're feeling. Tap and talk. So, you know, whatever's happened in your day, you know, I've felt stressed because my boss expected too much of me and then I had so much work to do that I didn't get get out of work on time, whatever it happens to be. So that's the easiest way that you can do it. And yeah, just, just keep tapping, keep tapping. (laughs) And so just to recap, so side of your hand, next to your pinky, top of your head, in between your eyebrows, above your nose, uh, side of your eyes, underneath your nose, oh, sorry, underneath your eyes. Uh, yeah. Under your nose, chin, collarbone, and under your arm. Yeah, and perfect. for uh, we'll pop a little diagram of that up on our Instagram page as well. Sure. But you also ran through that real uh, in our webinar in October 2020. So for anyone who'd like a more in-depth version of that, head to our YouTube page and you can find that video up there. Yeah, and I've also got some videos on my on my uh, website as well. So if they wanted yeah, to specifically perfect. look at some. Megan, thank you so much for your time today. If you'd like to speak to Megan or get in contact with her, you can head to her website at www.mindfulhealingtoolkit.com.au and we'll pop that into our show notes as well. Before we head off, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which we work. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander elders, past, present and emerging, and celebrate their cultural contribution to society. Hold Up, Let's Talk is intended to be a general conversation podcast for all things in the mental health space. If you found our topic of discussion today to have been triggering for you and you'd like to discuss it, please give us a call on 1300 643 287. If you're not comfortable talking on the phone, you can always send us an email at admin at mhfa.org.au. Alternatively, you can also call Lifeline on 13 11 14. For more information on what Mental Health Foundation Australia is doing, head to our website at mhfa.org.au or follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. Until next time, let's keep talking. 